Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you could have been anywhere else in the world tonight, but you're here with us at the magical TTA Studios as we present DCN This Week, your weekly news and information show provided to you by the Disney Crew for the week of June 18th, 2018. On tonight's show, we have an in the news segment that has some genuinely big news. We celebrate all things Pixar in a specially themed Elite Eight segment. We take a moment for us that continues the Pixar love-a-thon. And then we take an eight to nine hour flight overseas to a special DCN snack corner segment in the beautiful island of Hawaii. So settle in, grab a drink, you just may learn something. All on DCN This Week. Good evening. Thank you for joining us for your DCN This Week show. I'm your host, Tommy, and joining me tonight on the TTA Studios desk is Brooke. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you for having me, Tommy. You know what time it is. Let's see what's happening in the news. Our top story tonight takes us to the great country of Japan. The Disney Parks blog has announced the biggest expansion to date at Tokyo Disney Sea where a new land or port will be opening in 2022, which is actually gonna be made up of three lands themed after Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. The new lands will feature up to five new attractions, three of them being major e-tickets, new restaurants, and shops. All of this plus a new hotel connected to the land with an as of yet unannounced theme. This in addition to the highly anticipated Beauty and the Beast Land opening in Tokyo Disneyland in 2020, which will add one of the most expensive e-ticket attractions of all time. Uh, there's no punchline here, folks. This is incredible news and extremely exciting. Tokyo Disney Sea is generally regarded as the best theme park in the world, and now it's about to get even better. In an unrelated story, the team at DCN would like to formally put in their request for media credentials from the Disney company. Please? On the main Walt Disney World website, more artists were revealed for the upcoming Eat to the Beat concert series at the 2018 Epcot Food and Wine Festival this fall. Sugar Ray, Billy Ocean, Everclear, and Hanson were all added to the lineup. Okay, so like, was Blue October and Tiffany not available? <laughs> oh, okay they were? Okay, uh, they're already on the list? Hmm, well this is embarrassing. Let me try this again. <clears throat> so, like, was Vertical Horizon, Air Supply, and the Baja Men not available? What? They are? Oh, come on. Okay, I give up. In Disneyland, Pirates of the Caribbean reopened last week with the infamous Bride Auction removed. Replacing it is a new female pirate named Red, who along with the auctioneer pirate are auctioning off items apparently looted from the town. What are they auctioning off, you may ask? It's eggs, a dozen eggs to be exact, and a chicken. Swashbuckling pirates indeed. DCN reached out to Imagineering, but no word yet if the eggs are, in fact, free range or not. 
However, there are rumors indicating that PETA is now up in arms about the new scene, claiming it to be despicable and insensitive to chickens. Insiders claim that if Descent from PETA continues, Disney does have a backup plan in place and they're prepared to revamp the scene yet again, this time to have the pirates handing out participation ribbons to all of the townspeople. In duh news, the Disney Parks blog revealed the location of the new Star Wars themed hotel. The original announcement made last year stated that the new Star Wars themed hotel would be connected to the new Star Wars land. In a shocking twist, it was officially announced this past week that the new Star Wars themed hotel would be connected to the new Star Wars land. In Disney appears to be listening to Tommy news, if you've been paying attention over the past few weeks in Walt Disney World, there's been a large amount of resort-specific merchandise popping up at deluxe resorts all over property, such as the Grand Floridian, Wilderness Lodge, and the Contemporary. This is a great sign, and it appears to be a major change of direction for the Disney merchandising group, in that now they're producing merchandise people actually want to buy. The monorail fleet at Walt Disney World took another hit this past week. Walt Disney World News Today reported that another monorail broke down completely. The AC units were disabled, the windows had to be removed for airflow, while it was towed away to offload the guests. Meanwhile, insiders claim that the continued problems with the monorail fleet will not stop anytime soon, as it is a result of a severely aging fleet that should have been replaced many years ago. In response to the insider claims, Disney executives said, This past week on his official website, Chef Jose Andres announced that he would be opening another location of his wildly popular DC restaurant, Helio, in Disney Springs, sometime in late 2018. This is unbelievably thrilling news in DCN's opinion, as Jose Andres would easily be the most accomplished and talented celebrity chef to open up a restaurant in any Disney location anywhere. In a related story, the cast and crew of DCN this week would like to formally retract any comments or stories that the Disney company may have found offensive, and as a follow-up, uh, would like to inquire about the status of their media credentials that were previously requested. A video went viral this past week on social media. The video showed a little squirrel inside a store in Walt Disney World stealing a bag of peanut M&Ms, much to the dismay of the cast member attempting to stop the little thief. Disney, while acknowledging the cuteness of the video, was determined to flex their muscle, taking this as an opportunity to send a message about shoplifting. After exhaustive interviews with witnesses and rodents that live in nearby trees and holes, they eventually apprehended the little furry thief, questioned him, and internally sentenced him to death by pellet gun and an unceremonious burial in a dumpster at the All-Star Movies Resort. The M&Ms were not recovered. And finally, it was made official this week that John Lasseter, who's been on a six-month leave of absence, will be leaving the company at the end of 2018. Despite his disgraced exit, the company still plans to release an already completed Jungle Cruise-based children's book, which featured the former executive as the main character, Skipper John. But in a smart counter move, they have decided to cancel the other planned children's book featuring Lasseter, called Big Johnny Loves Hugs. There's your news, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back. The month of June this year belongs to Pixar. 
Incredibles 2 opened this past week at the box office, shattering all kinds of records. And then later in the month, Toy Story Land will open in Walt Disney World and Pixar Pier in Disneyland. It is with that in mind that we give you this, your moment for us. All right now, you be sure to stay seated with your seat belt buckled. It's the law in my town. for the money, do it for the shop. Try to get ready and the quadro to go! Show me what you got, kid! 
tight around the turn. I knew you had it in you, kid. Congratulations. Dad, Don! You were incredible! Faster than McQueen. I didn't say that. I did. Faster than McQueen. Great race, everybody. Best racers ever. You know, I've raced all over the world, but there's no place I'd rather be than Radiator Springs. Let's go! We're already here. Dad, go! He's fast. Don't get no better night. Now come back anytime. Welcome back to your DCN this week's show, and now our e-ticket attraction. This week, our e-ticket is a segment we like to call the Elite Eight, in which we give you our consensus top eight selections on different subjects. Tonight. We're giving you a special Pixar-themed Elite Eight. Let's check in with one of our DCN correspondents, Brooke. Brooke? Thank you, Tommy. This month is a celebration of all things Pixar. We here at DCN, much as the rest of the world, love Pixar. In celebration of the opening of Incredibles 2 in theaters, Toy Story Land in Walt Disney World, and Pixar Pier in Disneyland, we present an Elite Eight segment this week themed all around Pixar themes. The Incredibles 2 is the 20th film created by the geniuses at Pixar. 20 films, and honestly, they are all pretty good. There isn't a bad film in the bunch, so picking a top eight was very hard, but the DCN team was up to the challenge. And now we present our Elite Eight of Pixar movies. Here we go. Number eight, Brave. The first Pixar princess is Merida and what a princess she turned out to be. Merida is a strong central character with clear motivations and a robust character arc. The story is self-contained and intimate and the animation is striking, especially the flowing red locks of the majority of characters. This movie is severely underrated. Number seven, Finding Nemo. The Finding Nemo team chose every child's favorite actor, Albert Brooks, to play Marlin, the nervous dad who will stop at nothing to find his son. I'm kidding, what kid knows Albert Brooks before seeing this movie? Actually, casting Albert Brooks was brilliant in that it provided a natural and grounded tone for the character. This set the stage for real characters and real emotion against the exquisitely realized underwater world. Number 6, 
Toy Story 2. How do you pick one Toy Story above the others? They all work harmoniously together to tell a complete story, although we shall see how Toy Story 4 affects that next year. However, if we have to pick one Toy Story movie to include on this list, it has to be Toy Story 2. It is the rare sequel that improves upon its predecessor in every discernible way. It has inventive storytelling, gorgeous animation, and a perfect cast to create a rich and fulfilling experience. Number 5. Monsters, Inc. Yes, we cried in it. So what? That's the beauty of Monsters, Inc. It took the basic concept of monsters in your closet and turned the idea on its head. It's a lovely story about friendship, responsibility, and parenthood, told against the backdrop of a perfectly realized monster world. The jazzy score and combo of Billy Crystal and John Goodman only elevate this further into an elite animation status. Number four, Up. Is Russell annoying? Yeah, kinda. There are certain members of the Disney crew who despise Russell very much, yet even so still love this movie. There's a magic and wonder to the adventure found in Up, with two very unlikely heroes and a senior citizen and an aggravating little boy. At its core, Up is an exhilarating and poignant adventure with an impeccable script that has wit and a surprising amount of depth and gravitas to go along with pitch-perfect animation, as usual, from Pixar. Number 3. The Incredibles The Incredibles is incredible. Yeah, too easy. Is it the greatest superhero movie of all time? There's a real argument to be made for it. However, the magnificence of The Incredibles isn't in the animation or fully realized action sequences, but it's in the family dynamic and character insights. The Incredibles is a fantastic story about family and what motivates each member of the family to contribute to the whole. There's real emotion at play here and stakes that extend beyond just life and death. Number 2. Wally. The first 20 or so minutes of Wally could be the most perfect 20 minutes of any movie anywhere. It's a near-silent movie in those first 20 minutes, but in that silence we meet our titular character and are charmed by him. We understand him, we sympathize with him, and we love him. That's the amazing part of Wally, the ingenious storytelling. The movie changes venues early on and dives into other areas of what it means to be a human, what it means to be alive, and what it means to love. It's a brilliant animation layered with thought-provoking subtext. And the number one Pixar movie is... Ratatouille. Ratatouille is everything you want in a movie. It has magnificent characters, interesting concepts, perfect cast, superb story, humor, depth, emotion, and excitement. It is the perfect movie. Everything Pixar had learned up until this point led to this moment. It's a true feast for the eyes and ears. There's so much to enjoy and celebrate about this movie that it's hard to consolidate it down to one paragraph. The most important thing to know about Ratatouille is it's a triumph, not just in filmmaking, but as a tribute to the wonders of discovery, embracing who you are, and realizing we as people all want the same things, no matter who we are or where we come from. We all want purpose, stimulation, and happiness. This movie lives in that place and leaves you feeling warm and hungry for more. And that's our Elite Eight of Pixar movies. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Who's hungry? 
And who's got some cash to fly over to the island of Oahu and join us for a great breakfast at Alani? Our next segment is one we like to call the DCN Snack Corner. Tommy just returned from a recent trip to Alani and is here with a special report. So pull up a stool and let's dig deep into our featured snack of the week, the buttermilk pancakes from Ama Ama. Tommy? As you navigate your way past the frenzied swimming pools, denizens of the not-so-lazy river, and the tourists walking around seemingly unaware of how their bathing suits actually look on them, tucked away, almost inconspicuously in the back corner of the Aulani Resort, you'll find the amazing table service restaurant of Ama Ama. As you pass under the simple wooden slat breezeway, the sea air greets your face, and the salt gently rests on your lips. Inviting you in to partake in the treasures here, that are tantalizing for your eyes as much as your taste buds. In that moment, you know you've found your paradise, the oasis in the desert of this bustling resort. Ama Ama is one of the most beautiful settings in any Disney restaurant anywhere, as it is an open-air dining area right on the beach, overlooking the sparkling lagoon and endless blue horizon in front of you. There's an upscale rustic decor that adds to the charm of the setting, and gives hints to a backstory of weary travelers setting up a dining establishment to cook their catches of the day, drink the night away telling stories of things that may have never happened, while the ocean provides the perfect soundtrack behind them. The calm of Ama Ama isn't just in the setting, it applies to the flawlessly cooked meals you'll find there. None so pristine as one particular breakfast item, for within this breakfast item, you'll find your Shangri-La, your Rushmore, your perfect day, that meal that completes you. This is the buttermilk pancakes with macadamia nut vanilla sauce. Do not be mistaken by the simplistic sounding nature of this disc because the, the simplicity here is what makes this dish so faultless. You start with the pancakes, which are the fluffiest, thickest, but also lightest pancakes ever made. With each bite you take, you bring a soft buttery pillow of delicious buttermilk cake into your mouth. It's cooked flawlessly. It melts right on your tongue teasing your taste buds of the infinite possibilities of how good food could actually be. Then there's that macadamia nut vanilla sauce, which upon initial thought would elicit judgments of overly sweet or too sugary to be good. But those ideas could not be further from the truth. The delicate nature of the sauce is not fully understood until you try it. There's a sophistication here, a sophisticated balance to the sauce, which is what it is. It's a sauce, not a syrup. It is a dense, almost milky sauce that relies heavily on the salt and savory aspects of the macadamia nut and the spice of the vanilla, more so than the sweetness of the sugar. It tastes like a light, salty vanilla nut sauce with only a hint of caramel. The sauce is neither rich nor sugary, but instead plays the essential supporting role to the pancake, ensuring that it is the unspoiled complement. Its sweetness doesn't overtake the taste of the cake and its liquidity doesn't saturate the cake, making it too soggy to enjoy. It adds the right balance and depth to each bite. The pancake and the sauce, these two elements alone, exist on your plate, working together in seamless collaboration, making a breakfast that is at once delicious and entirely satisfying. These are without a doubt the best pancakes, not only anywhere in Disney venue, but quite frankly, the best pancakes anywhere, period. If you ever make the trip down to Alani, and you should, it's a fantastic place to stay and eat, then immediately make the buttermilk pancakes at Ama Ama your top priority. It'll be your favorite meal, and you'll be back for seconds. 
Happy eating. And now it's time for another moment for us. Oh, 
joining us on your DCN this week's show. It was a pleasure having you with us, but sadly, now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Tune in next week for more news, facts, information, and maybe some jokes, unless it affects our media credentials, which, by the way, we'd like to check the status on those. And if it does affect our media credentials, then it will be positive stories and all five-star reviews. Proud of you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.